Welcome to another episode of Fight the Burnout, where we interview people from all walks of life and get their direct tools and strategies that they use to perform and develop and be the best version and be as successful as they possibly can. This is very key because in life, to move forward, we need to grow. In order to grow, we need to not be have destructive habits. These destructive habits are what cause us to constantly feel like we're in a state of burnout. Now you'll see in this episode, we talk and we ask the interviewee what it is that they describe burnout as, because this creates a, a, a starting point of what they think or they believe burnout is to them. So what is it to you? What is burnout to you specifically so that you can start there and then you can apply these tools that you're learning through these episodes, through these interviews to yourself? Now, not everybody's able to do this on their own. Not everybody can apply and learn these tools and know which ones to use on themselves. So this is why we've created the Fight the Burnout coaching program so that we can one-on-one coach you through and create success and performance in your life directly to your specific needs. If you're interested in this, send us an email at fighttheburnoutpodcast at gmail.com. That's fighttheburnoutpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you with uh, organizing to talk and have a specific session for you to really propel you forward. Now, take this time, get a notebook, get a piece of paper, or just listen and enjoy this interview because you're going to learn some tools and strategies that you may not have picked up in the past. So without further ado, let's get rolling because I know you've been waiting. Welcome to another episode of Fight the Burnout. Today we have Tony Turner uh, with us. She helps uh, people, helps line people up with uh, VAs, virtual assistants. She runs a virtual assistance agency as well as running another business in, uh, with aluminum and she'll tell us all about it. Uh, so she's a, a woman of many hats, as I like to say, uh, and she's here to tell us about her experience with burnout. Now she... Uh, when she, when she signed up, um, became the victim of our, one of our, another one of our um, interviews. Um, but when she signed up, she, she initially, she wrote in saying that, uh, you know, her and her husband at one stage was doing 180 hours combined between the two of them a week working on their business. And then obviously um, she's identified around the virtual assistant side of stuff, which was really helped. So she's going to tell us a bit about that. Uh, but today, Tony, I'll let you take it away. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, a little bit who you are, where you are, uh, what, you, what you've done, and um, maybe even an experience with burnout. Hey, Chris. Thank you so much for having me today. And thank you for everybody listening. Um, yeah, so I am Tony Turner. I, am, uh, I have two businesses. So one is in relation to connecting business owners with virtual assistants. And the other one is um, a glass and aluminium trade business based here in Perth, Western Australia. So we have really got um, a really good chalk and cheese type of a base business. But yeah, my husband and I were crazy and working 180 hours combined a week. So I was doing 100 and he was doing 80s also whilst on the tools. How do you do 100 hours a week? (laughs) Yeah, I only had three to four hours sleep a night. And we also had an 18-month-old baby at that time. So it was insane. Wow. Just, I'm just going to say, wow, I used to do like 16, 17 hour days doing VIP protection and for a week here. And then I'd have a week off and I thought that was crazy. But how long did you do that for? 
Um, so until we started uh, to realize about the burnout, when we started like this is enough, we were at month seven um, and that continued on until 10, like month 10, so October. Um, and that's when I started to be able to reduce my working hours dramatically by using virtual assistants. Yep. Cool. Awesome. So yeah. that, I take it that was using, uh, that was um, with your glass and glass um, and aluminium business. Yeah. yeah. So we were growing that company. So it's an award-winning seven-figure business. Um, wow. So we were growing it from a startup and now it's seven figures. Uh, you know, we, we won um, awards last year for it as well. So and but a few years ago when we were just going through that massive growth stage, um, that's when all of our employees hated us. That's when all of our clients were dictating the rules and we were just like, what's going on here? And yeah. we had to work that many hours to restructure the company. Okay. So you, you, you're starting the business up. What made you guys decide to start the business up? So we started the business like uh, 10 years ago. Yep. And, um, and then it just, we brought another company to, you know, like, to build up our company. Yep. And so the merging of those two companies when it went um, downhill. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tell us a little bit about the downhill. <laughs> I actually wrote a book about it. <laughs> oh, perfect. Cool. Well, give yeah. us the highlights and people can go buy the book. <laughs> I know. Seriously, like the downhill bit and like, it's just even the top 10. It's in, in my page of my book. So the, um, the employees were stealing from us. They were stealing clients. They were doing work behind our um, behind our backs on weekends. They were using all of our products and materials. They were stealing cash um, for any of the jobs that were being completed and saying, no, I didn't get any payment. Um, like just those alone. Yeah. Scream alarm bells, right? <laughs> yep, it screams alarm bells of something's not going right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so we had all that against us, and that's the reason why we had to work so many hours a week because we were trying to fix everything. Um, and between the both of us, if it was just me or just my husband doing it, the company would have collapsed. Like, there's no way about it. Um, if we weren't working the 180 hour weeks combined, the company would have collapsed. There's no way about it. Um, and it wasn't making any dent or any structural place in the company until about that seven, eight month period when we was like, do you know what? We need to change this again. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is, this is awesome. I, 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 yeah, this is going to be great. So you did seven months of doing 180 plus hours a week. Uh, you had obviously, you started doing that, I take it, because people were stealing from you. You had all those other things that you just said um, happening. Mm -hmm. uh, so you went up, pushed everybody out, got rid of all the dirty trash and yep. went, okay, cool. We're just going to do this and we're going to do it on our own. Why do it on your own? Why was it a trust thing? Was it a, we can just do it better? Or what was it? Because I know, yeah. Yeah, so we we didn't just do it all on our own. We actually just, um, just couldn't close that. We, we got new people in and we had to retrain them. Oh. So that's the bit that we had to do. So you technically are doing everything on your own because you're trying to train them, yep. create new systems and procedures and policies in place. So that way they, they can still do their job. So get rid of the trash. Bring in good stuff, yeah? Yep. Okay, cool. Okay, so get rid of the trash, bring in the good stuff. Obviously, you do have to train people up and and, and yeah. that because obviously you had to get rid of the trash pretty quickly because it wasn't a thing of just re have them train the new people. Yeah. 
if you had to do it before we go into some specific tools like specific specific things around burn on that let's just talk about the business size up knowing what you know now would you have done anything different yeah i wouldn't have brought the company <laughs> <laughs> okay okay cool just plain and simple wouldn't have bought the company but obviously there's a lot of pros out of the fact that you bought the company what would you do if you know with knowing you know you bought the company and you buying the company again what would you do differently from day one um knowing what you know now i would just immediately so this is the reason why i started my second business right i would just immediately outsource it yep. immediately so i i've even got in my notes here right so part of anything that comes up like what would you what was what, something that you could do for your clients or something like that it's like no the first thing that you need to do is let go yep. you need to stop being a control freak and you need to make sure that you have people that are around you that you can trust enough um, to actually to get that going so that way you're not doing it all yeah. and the moment I realized that was in June when I realized so that was a couple of years ago so when I realized that in June I was like do you know what I need to back away I need to let this go so yeah right. that's the very first thing I would if you made me buy that company again yeah if i made you buy the company again and you had to do it all over again as yourself now what would you do different yeah perfect so you <laughs> you outsource perfect i love that immediately you know i um i was just telling you before we started to record I, I my very first interview with somebody was a guy who does similar thing with the via you know virtual assistants but he you know works in the state he's based out of the u.s um, and his, he, he literally says the same exact thing. He's like, that is the number one thing that I tell everybody to do outsource. Don't yeah. do the shit that you don't love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do what you do, but this is my motto. Do what yeah. you do best and outsource the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. So, okay, cool. So we're, we're in, we're into, you said June. Um, mm -hmm. I take it. When did you buy the company? So it was a few years ago now. It's about three, yeah. 2018. 2018 so 2018 so did you buy when in 2018 did you buy it january january and so it took and then june so six seven months later okay so let's talk about you personally now instead of just the business yeah i take it burnout was massive within yourself with doing a oh, hundred plus hours um, first what's your definition of burnout um so mine's different to probably a lot of other people um so mine is exhaustion obviously um but hateful I, I hate. Okay, cool. Perfect. You get, is that I get angry. angry, angry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just get like, I hate. So like, in, in like I'll hate the business or I'll hate um, my team or I'll hate um, um, just people coming at me and talking to me. It's like, Oh my God, just get away from me. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. Yep. Perfect. At least you can identify it. And you know, hate is, I, I always said is, uh, you know, my backstory is law enforcement here in New Zealand. And I got to a major stage of burnout with PTSD and all of those other fun things that come with a job. Mine was a lot of hate as well. I hated everybody. I was like, I can't trust anybody. And I hate everybody. They're all bad. Um, so yeah, can totally relate to that one. So June hits and you go, no, I can't do this anymore. What was it that made you realize? No, I can't do this anymore. Um, it probably see i can keep doing it <laughs> i'm one of those people but it was the relationship between me and my husband um and that was the not that we hated each other i hated him but the fact is that 
like we were screaming at each other because we were we were it wasn't to each other it was at each other because we were so frustrated of the business and I'm like oh, why am I fighting with you I love you I've been with you for like you know 15 years why do I need to yell at you and he's exactly the same so literally that happened in July so seven months in I booked it the very next day I booked him a holiday to Thailand I was like do you know what go go stuff the company screw the company you need some time out and I'm taking a week off work I didn't but <laughs> I'm sure you didn't do 100 hours um no I fired two people the next day <laughs> some more hate <laughs> perfect <laughs> that made me feel so much better <laughs> I am glad I don't work for you <laughs> I'm sure no I'm they sure weren't doing their job so sure yeah they needed, they needed to go and they weren't doing what they were meant to do because that's yeah only reason you get fired yeah um, all right cool so you booked him a holiday because you guys are fighting each other can totally relate to that one i identified mine because i almost cheated on my wife even though i love her dearly uh so yeah so can totally relate to the whole you know yeah you just like it, it literally you take it out on the ones that are closest to you i constantly say i do not know why she one she's why she's with me still it must be because she loves me dearly but also two yeah, she probably brunted the worst of all of it. And the, the partners always do when you start to get burned out because you just start to lash out because they're the closest ones there and they're all, they're the emotional punching bag, sadly. Yeah. Booked him a holiday. You booked yourself a week off, went and fired two people. Did you do 100 hours that week? Um, I think I only did about 60 hours. Cool. So you did 40% less hours, which is probably a holiday in your, at the time. Yeah, was I had Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a holiday in your mind it was a holiday compared to normal uh yeah. but what was it that you went because you said you said you know forget the business forget that go we need to have a break yeah. and I know there's so many people that are probably out there listening especially with the way the world is at the moment with COVID they're like I'm just trying to keep my head above the water as much as I can yeah. but I know that I'm burning out what was it that actually made you go I have to do this and it's okay yeah, like book the holiday and that type of thing. Like going, this is enough. It's July. Like we've been doing this for seven months. We're literally trying to kill each other pretty much. Yeah. We need we need a break. We need to take some time and, and rest. What yeah. was it that actually got you to realize that and go, this is okay to take this rest? Um, it, yeah. And to be honest, you don't know it's okay. You don't know it's okay at all because you're thinking you're screwing everything up by taking that week off. Um, even to be honest, we, I, we, I did it again to my husband. Um, obviously, COVID, we can't travel. But just even the last two weeks right now, we've just had school holidays in Australia. And I told my husband he's having those two weeks off work. And it was kicking and screaming. He was kicking and screaming to say, oh, I'm not, I can't, I've got to get the laptop out. And I let him do that. But when my son got up for, for like the day or something like that, I literally just closed the laptop on it. And he's like screaming at me. He's like, what are you doing? I need to. I'm like, yeah, I know you do. I know you need to, but you spend an hour this morning. It's fine. That's right. But like, I think it's it's really, really hard to, to know that it's okay. And unfortunately for somebody listening to us, you're probably thinking, I can't take that time off. I can't take that week off. And do you know what? You probably can't. And you probably can't afford it. But money isn't everything. I know you started the business because you wanted more money, you wanted more freedom, more time to yourself. But 
you know, if you if you aren't taking that time and that freedom, then you're not getting that money because you aren't resting. If you've got a team of people and they get their four weeks year annual leave and they get two weeks sick leave and then they get two weeks public holiday throughout the year as well, what are they getting? They're getting all the benefits. What are you getting? Nothing. You're getting nothing. So, yeah, you might have started your business because you want more money, but I can guarantee you the main reason why you started your business is because you want more freedom. And you want more time to do things yourself. And unfortunately, it's really, really hard to accept that. And I still can't accept it. But I still go, well, no, I do need this. Do you know what I mean? Like yesterday, I went for a meditation group. I went to a meditation group. And that's the first time I've ever done it. Like, And I felt bad sitting there. And the lady's like, why are you sitting here? I'm like, because I want to do something for myself. And she's like, good for you. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I've been through hell. <laughs> and to me, sitting here for an hour and a half, I'm twitching. <laughs> So, okay, let's, let's talk about that hour and a half real quick, because um, I have my thoughts on it, but I want to know yours on it. That hour and a half, after you did that hour and a half, how did you feel? I felt amazing. Um, I put my phone on airplane mode and the lady next to me, she's like, oh, I've just checked my phone. I have one missed phone call, three text messages and four emails. And I'm like, is that all you got in an hour and a half? Like, damn girl, that's good. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't say that, but you know what I mean? I get that in like half an hour. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, when I'm like, no, I'm here for me. I need to be present for me. And the card I actually got, which is really, really amazing. Can I read this out? Yeah, go for it. Because I think your, your your listeners would really benefit from this. So when you rock up to your meditation, like I, like I said, I've never done this before. You had to pick a card. Um, and it says, this is what the actual card, I, like I had 15 to pick from. And this is the one that came to me. Um, so I turned it over, I read it and it says, embrace change. As you involve, uh, as you evolve, you will change. These changes are necessary for growth and are an opportunity to explore new possibilities and you may even surprise yourself. Remember, you cannot change and remain the same. Like seriously, how much does that align with like everyone? Yep. I don't know if you believe in like card reading and things like that. I've done it for a long time. I haven't done it recently, but I do believe that the universe sends you signs. And I believe that the universe literally will hand you stuff on a silver platter. And you, if you're looking, if you're open and your eyes are open, you will see it. And it does. It tells you exactly what you need to hear and see all the time. Yeah. That's all. So you did the meditation. You felt amazing afterwards. Yeah. The card as you walked in was literally telling you that change is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> afterwards, how much more productive were you? I didn't work for the rest of the day. <laughs> Perfect. How much more productive were you the next day, even though you didn't work, you know, how much more productive were you the next day or the whole week? Oh, so, and that was only yesterday. Okay. Okay. So and how much so more productive were you this morning? Oh my gosh. I've done leadership training with my crew. That was impromptu. Set a few people in straight, like into, to guide them, re, re, realign them. I'm also doing a house, full house renovation. I'm talking like a little bit. I'm talking the full house renovation. Got in there, guided the tilers, the plumbers and the tradies so that, uh, and the painters so that way they had direction because they were full clustered, um, flustered. I don't know why, but I was like, okay, here you all are. So pretty much done a whole day's worth of work. It's 11 a.m. and I'm done. What time did you get up? I started work at 9.30. So you've been going for? Two hours. Two hours, hour and mm -hmm. a half, two hours now. Oh yeah, an hour and a half, yeah. Hour and a half. And you've gotten all of that done. Would you have normally done that if you hadn't taken that time for yourself yesterday? Yeah, probably not. Probably it would have taken me about three hours. Okay. So it would have taken you double time. I just double. want to emphasize that for, 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 for listeners in that. Yeah. You take time for yourself and you recharge, 
you come into things and things just go smooth. They yeah. just, it just smooths. Things get done twice as fast. So when you're feeling like you're under the pump and you're like, fuck, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. I've got to keep grinding. I've got to keep grinding. Take a deep fucking breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just gets you more calm. Like all day yesterday, I was so much calmer and like I, I've been fighting with my son because he's, he's five turning, you know, 15. And he's just like, and all these little things that he because he's also got adhd as well so but in the sense of the energizer bunny so he's on lithium tablets right (laughs) he just bounces off walls and so it's like oh my god you drive me insane but yesterday i was like no that's okay we'll take you to a park and we'll make sure that we'll get you know this type of slide for you or this type of climbing things instead of just getting on a push bike and going for a bike ride so it was just nicer it opens your eyes more doesn't it instead of having that haze over everywhere where it's so tunnel visioned you end up yeah. being so much more open it's um yeah. it's pretty cool i um what other tools and stuff since going through like you know experiencing all this burnout and that and you know i know you're still working on it as we all do but yeah. um what other tools have you learned you know uh to help overcome or even prevent yourself from burning out and getting back to that July state. Yeah, I think it's just being more aware. So you need to be very aware of your, not self-aware of your, you per se, but if you know that you're going down that path of having, um, having to work like at night you know this is my biggest thing when you know that you're going to be working late at night and you're you're pushing through pushing through you need to stop that immediately you as the boss whether or not you have a team or not are worth more than that you need to for example and I do this all the time I I always pull my husband up like he's my perfect little person that I always say to and they just stop who cares about these crying clients that expect you to work on weekends or 5.30 at night time? Why did you start your business? Did you start your business to do that? And he's like, you know, I didn't start my business to do this. And it's like, exactly. Who cares about that? So we went to a restaurant yesterday to have lunch after my meditation because I was so relaxed. And I said, let's go to the cafe down the road. We'll go to this one. It's a new one just, um, just opened up. And they don't open on Tuesdays. And I said to my husband, I said, Now, see, do you hate that company? Do you hate that cafe because they aren't open on Tuesdays? Or do you respect them because they value their time and they value their days off? Because Hmm. I respect them. I said, good. (laughs) Respect yourself. And that's why I say to business owners, respect yourself. Hmm. So that way you can do it. Yeah. No, I, 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 that's so, it's so true. It's so true, isn't it? So you have, how many people do you have working for you guys? So we have a team of 12 employees locally and i have a team of 14 virtual assistants okay so you have yeah so about 20 about 24 about 24 different people that you kind of work alongside with all the time what do you get them to do or tell them to do so that they don't get burned out oh nothing i just tell them to do everything (laughs) (laughs) but then i make them take their holiday leave so (laughs) okay sweet yeah So if you are looking at them after our little conversation here and that, what's some things that you could tell them, not necessarily say don't work your things like that, but in their off time, in that holiday time, because I know so many people that on holiday time, they just go and do something. They just go and work doing something else or they stress about work or they go, shit, I'm holding out just for that holiday time. So in turn, they're burning out until they get to that holiday time. Then once they have that holiday time, Half of them go, shit, I don't want to go back to work. Oh my God. And they dread the Mondays. Yeah. What is it that you could, you could just, you know, tell them or even implement? 
And that's for the team, right? Yeah, for the team. Yeah. So it's really cool because we have a great, and it really sucks because I don't really want to tell this to anyone because you're going to go, this is like a unicorn company. So we have such a great um, company that nobody wants to take annual leave. And it's like, you need to take time off. Um, so it's a really good environment. Like, I really love it. So when they when it comes to Monday and you say, oh, I don't want to come to work, it's like, no, they're like, come on. They're messaging okay. us on Sunday night. Well, that's, say, that's perfect, man. What do you yeah. do to create that? Yeah. Well, and I think it's just all about leadership. And I think it's all about respecting your teammates. And the biggest thing I believe in, because you've we've come from a position of 180 hours, right, per week. And they are, our teammates know. Like I call them teammates or employees. Like our team knows that because they respect us for letting it go, letting that portion of the business go to employ them to have them work for us. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah, so they respect that. They love that. We don't have a high turnover of staff. So if we do, it's because we've pushed that person out because they weren't the right fit for us. And then we get a new person in and then that's all koshered. But yeah, so the biggest thing is letting the team know what they're doing for you. And I think that's really helpful because, wow, Chris, I just want to let you know that you've done such an amazing job this week. You've you've done this, 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 and this over and above what you should have done um, or could have done. And we really appreciate it. You know, just stuff like that is so empowering to your team. And they're going to go, holy crap, these people respect us. Yeah. We're not a number. We're, we're actually real people. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. No, I love that. It's so true. Leadership makes all the difference. Anyway, yeah. the best sergeants that I had were the best leaders. And, I, yeah. you know, there was, there was that respect. Is there anything else that you do? Like, obviously, you you know, you you, you tell them all the good things that they do and that you, you lead. How else do you lead them? Um and be and, and show that the show that um, respect to them yeah so this morning um how i had to cram in a leadership meeting uh, so that was impromptu because one of our new tradies wasn't doing his job uh, hasn't been doing his job properly for the past few weeks and it's sent through a massive ripple through the whole company um and i love it because the fact that the whole company like in the administration department the manufacturing department and managers department are all complaining about this one person and i'm like okay cool so i brought the manager in um like the general manager and the manager of the um administration department and the trading so it was us for having a meeting and the first thing that i do is i sit down with them and say by the way i'm just going to call his call him um Bill, let's call him Billy, so I don't want to use his name. Um, so, hey, Billy, just letting you know, we're not actually, um, we're having this leadership meeting right now and it's not going to be attacking or anything like that. We just need to iron out some creases. Like just that alone shows you positive strength and a guidance for that employee to know that he's not being targeted in a well, yeah, oh, yeah and, and have that, and have that, have that side of thing of, hey, look, we want to help you grow as well. It's not a thing of we're attacking you, saying all these things that you're doing wrong, but we actually want to help lift you up because we yeah. care about you. <laughs> That's exactly right, absolutely right. And he walked out there empowered, even though he's been doing so many things wrong. Um, he walked out empowered, and we also gave him opportunities to give us um, uh, opportunity. Uh, he, we even gave him the opportunity to say to us what he needs to do to change or what he needs to do from us to help him change. It was no, that's, 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 that's awesome that, and I, you know, the reason I wanted to ask that because I know there's so many different people out there and I know so many different, I've had so many different, I know so many different people that have had terrible leaders in that. And it's such an important thing to have because that's how you do create a good business or you create a good team, whether you work in a business and you're a manager or, mm -hmm. or not. 
is to have those conversations where it's not like, hey, you're doing something wrong. It's a thing of how can we help you to lift up to the standard that we're looking for? Because obviously maybe you've been trained differently, whatever the circumstances are, how do we help you get up there if you're willing to? (laughs) That's right. um, Yeah. And I think by asking that question instead of going pointing fingers and yelling, like that's the difference. That's the difference between a leader and a boss. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that. So, okay. Moving on to my, my, probably my most favorite topic of all of it. You do the, you know, you got the, the glass and the um, aluminum uh, business that you guys have been running for a few years now. How long have you been doing the VA, the virtual assistance agency? So I've, it's only new, it's only a year old. Okay, only cool. because I just want to add more work to my workload, you know, COVID hits and I'm like, well, might as well start a business. Yeah. Yep. Add some more value. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you love to give value. It sounds like you're a great leader. Um, and so you're always wanting to empower people in that. Now I'm, I'm a huge why guy. I love to know people's why on why they do everything they do. My belief is that your why stems from actually from childhood, like when you're a toddler because of the things you saw or circumstances that you were in and leads you either down a dark path, a good path, but ultimately in the same thing, it can be either one, even with the same why. My why is I don't want to see people in pain. This is why Fight the Burnout was started because I wanted to give people the other tools and I wanted to learn some more tools myself. You know, I see what else was out there. Um, and also it's why I joined the police. It's why I was so anti-bullying in high school, all of those kind of different things. Um, and it stems back to my parents, uh, my parents, seeing my parents fight, having arguments and things like that and shit getting thrown. And they weren't, it wasn't horrible. Like, and if I compare it to my policing days, it was actually extremely, extremely tame. And they weren't, you know, they loved me dearly. We grew up on a sailboat, did all these fun things. But, um, but yeah, that's where it stems from. And I know that's where it does uh, because I've looked at it. What would you say your why is, Tony? So, and I love this question and I didn't know my why. Um, I didn't know my why until last year, mm. right? So I already knew that I loved helping people. Um, my dad and my mom are both very caring people um, into the point of it used to drive me up the wall because they would help people so freaking much. You just go, why can't you just stop? <laughs> Um, and to the point of my husband says it to me as well. <laughs> like, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far. And um, so I, I love to give and I love to help. And I didn't know, but like, like, that's fine, but that's not my why. That's not my purpose. What is your why and what's your purpose, right? And I didn't, and like, I, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, but um, I was following Cohen Ray. He's based in Australia. And I went into one of his mentor programs. And he's like, what's your why? I'm like, I don't know, help business owners. And he's like, but why? Like, how can you help business owners as a glass and aluminium business? I'm like, well, that's a great question. Um, so I, every day, you know, and that's going to be one of your questions is like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, every day I ask myself, what is my purpose? Why? What is my purpose? Why? Um, and it is actually, and this is, it's the same as yours, but totally different. Um, mine is I don't want to see business owners struggle and I don't want to see business owners go through pain. Mm. Doesn't go well with my business because I need business owners to go through pain before they realize, hang on a second, I need to outsource. I need to go through that next process to actually to, to take that next step in business. But once they're there, I love helping them and I love to see their growth. So that is my purpose and that's my why. Like I love it. Where's Even it today. 
Pardon? Where does it stem from? Um, for my family. Like, this is the way I was growing up. Like, I was growing up with so much love and to, you give so much love and that's all I want to do is I just want to give and make sure that goes from... But my why stems from my from my 180 hour, 100 hour weeks of my burnout. It, it stemmed from my burnout for me to recognize that. What did your parents do? Um, my dad was in the army. He was in the um, military in uh, North Queensland. And my mom um, worked on and off. Okay, cool. So there was that whole creating less pain for people and helping people through stuff already in your childhood. Yeah. Seeing it. Your dad Before was born a lot and, yeah. and all of that. And then... Yeah. So, and this, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that like mine for ages, I used to go, Hey, it comes from me burning out in the police. This is why I don't want to, I just don't want anybody to have any pain. And then I went back and I went, Holy cow, it actually comes earlier. And that's just the big thing that actually made the actual massive fork in the road that went actually, no, this is, this is where I found it. And this is what's caused me to do everything that I'm doing now, but it's actually been there and you can actually see it. If you actually go through your life, which we won't today, but you actually go through your life and you'll go, holy cow, I've done this in high school. I've done this in all my past jobs. I've done this currently, you know, consistently. And it's caused me to do all these different things. And I believe that if you stay focused on it, you can actually do anything, anything that you're doing, you'll actually enjoy it as long as you're applying it to that. Why then there's the thing of, you know, bringing excitement to things and that, but um, yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. So if you had somebody that um, was unsure on their why, or the purpose you can call it. I like to call it your why because it's a little bit different than purpose. Um, different. Mm. Um, what advice would you give to them to figure it out? Oh, literally, well, I didn't know. And I've been asking myself for years, why am I here? Like, I yeah, I would just keep saying, keep asking yourself and just keep like, even when I thought I got it, I didn't have it. I, I, do, I do an exercise and people will have heard this already, but I do an exercise with people and I ask them, why is it important? Yeah. So, you know, like for, I've got a lot of clients that um, want to be police officers and I'm like, why is it important for you to be a police officer? But the real easy ones, why is it important for you to be successful? And then you just keep asking the answers of why it's important yeah. um, and why it's important to help people, why it's important to, and then whatever the next answer is. Um, and most people get to about level, about to that level four when they go, oh yeah, I got it. And then you start to dig a little bit more and that's when you start to recognize and if you're open and listen to it and you probably have gone through this process already mm-hmm. is you'll start to answer this, the question in the same way, but with different words. Yeah, It has the same meaning until you let go and you go, okay, cool. Well, where did it actually start from? Why mm-hmm. did I start doing this? And you know, for yourself, you went working 180 hours and no, um, but then you can go even deeper in it. But yeah, it does. It brings out that it brings out that deeper thing of holy cow, this is why I've been put on this planet is yeah. to do this. doesn't yeah. matter what I'm doing. It will hit here. Uh, certain things will help you do it more and make you feel like you're impacting more, but you, you yeah. can, you can shift it. And it's, um, but yeah, it is. It's asking yourself why. Just continually asking. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like when I said I, I thought I had it, and I was like, no, that's still not my why. Like, yeah, you just I. My biggest thing is, and yeah, you can use that. And sometimes it might be overwhelming because I I've gone through that same process, and I'd write it down. I'm like, okay, and then I just revisit next week, and then I just do it again, and then again, and again. And it, it's not until it really and you take photos of you know, so I'm like looking at my whiteboard um yeah. so you just take photos of your notes each and every time and then you're like okay well let's have a re- have a review and revisit that and just follow that through um and then you just work it out 
No yeah. one else is going to work it out except for you. No. And you normally, you normally will have that. Did you have that aha? It was like, oh my God, why have I not thought about this? Like, why did I not know this all along? This, this is literally it. What the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bloody easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once you find it, you're like, holy cow, it's been there the whole time. Why have I not seen this the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it is. It is. I, 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 I find, I don't know if you found this or if you did this, but having, actually having somebody else ask you it and question yeah. you on it. I hate it. And then, yeah, oh, it, I, I've got clients of mine that because they've been with me for a long time. And sometimes we'll be having a general conversation, not even doing any coaching. And they'll be like, they'll be like, but why, Chris? I'm like, why oh, you? <laughs> you taught them well. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm like, okay, the Padawan is starting to take on the master. This is not Love right. it. <laughs> it's awesome. But yeah, okay, go do it somebody else. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So you do the, the, aluminum and in the glass business you also have the va um agency tell us a little bit about the va agency i'm curious about that one um yeah so pretty much i it's really really amazing i love it only because like i said to my husband this morning i said oh i'm just going to make a quick phone call to a client over in melbourne so obviously a different state and i come back and he's like how was it he could see the biggest grin on my face and he's like gosh, I love your business. You don't have to worry about employees or anything like that. I'm like, dude, I have 14 VAs, like, hello. And he's like, yeah, but I can see the impact that you're doing on the businesses, like all, all, all of these other businesses that I'm working with. And I, like I said, I've only been starting, I've only started the business like in the last 12 months, right? And then in that, you've still got to learn and develop what the business is. So technically, I've only been having the business since this year, so 2021. and and in that, you can see growth, you can see the, the referrals coming through and all that type of thing, because what you're doing is you're isolating a problem from a client, just one problem, and fixing it for them. And you're not even doing hardly any of the work. Like, like all you're doing is bring it to their attention. Just say, okay, so, you know, Chris, what's something that you're struggling with? Chris will say X, Y, Z. And you're like, okay, well, you can't get a magical unicorn to fix all of those problems. Let's pick one problem that's about 10 hours a week that affects you and can we start from there and some of the clients will say mm, no like that's not enough that's not going to make a dent um, and some of them will say yes let's start with that because they understand it's going to be an overwhelming process if we're dealing with two or three different virtual assistants to take off a big load of their work mm. not everyone's working 100 hours no. even if they're working 60 hours a week and they're taking off 10 hours a week off that, that's a big difference. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's only 20% workload. Yeah, it makes it makes a huge it makes a huge difference. I hired some actually I hired old clients to do some work for me and it just made it so much easier at one stage. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is so much better. <laughs> and, see, and see like the, the 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 power in your voice, you were just like, yes. Yeah. 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 That works. It was the stuff that I didn't want to be doing. So I was like, okay, who wants to do this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So one of them was doing it for a while. And then I kind of shifted where the businesses was in that. So they weren't doing it anymore. But yeah, it was just like so relaxing. I was like, I can focus on the things that I actually enjoy doing uh, and, and do those for a while. Which And it is, it is. It, but it also, the, the awesome thing, and I, I, you know, the thing I've identified just with talking to you is it actually, it hits your why to a T like that's dead right. spot on. And so yeah. it, that's where it, it brings that even more passion. How did you decide to get into doing the virtual assistant agency? Well, it was obviously, so in July, when um, I had that burnout, I sent my husband to Thailand 
in there, that's when I actually realized, hang on a second, I, I'm already using virtual assistants. Like I was using like someone for SEO and website marketing and all that sort of stuff. And then I thought, okay, well, hang on a second. I'm already doing that for my business. Why don't I outsource social media and bookkeeping? Like they're my two biggest hates <laughs> that I don't like to do. Um, and they were consuming uh, 35 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, hang on. And that's when I came to the realization. And then, you know, uh, without going into too much depth, I learned how to do that. I learned how to outsource. And like I said, it took me three months to learn how to outsource. Um, and to, I let four, uh, I let three um, VAs down and the fourth one, um, she's still working for me. So do you know what I mean? Like I, I let them- find the right fit. You got to find that person that does the stuff that you don't enjoy, but does enjoy it and does it really well. Yeah. Well, I let them down because they wanted information from me. I'm like, I've got no time to teach you. I've got no time. Um, and then that was when I, I understood the value of what I really wanted and I really pushed for it. So I just eliminated whatever was in my working weeks uh, calendar. And I just said, no, I need to outsource social media and I need to outsource bookkeeping and proceed with that. So once that happened and it spiraled, it just went out of control. I was hiring video editors, graphic designers, personal assistants, you name it. My, my number one personal assistant now has a personal assistant. <laughs> cool, cool. So but that's how I learned. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. I, I, I love it. That, that's so good. And for viewers that, and listeners, it, it's so important, you know, do those things, that, you know, get rid of those things that you don't enjoy because they are what's burning you out. That's if right. You enjoy what you're doing. You're not going to burn out as easily. You're going to have to force yourself to slow down because you're going to be need to diversify a little bit. Um, yeah. But, um, but no, that's, that's awesome. So what would be when it comes to, well, I'll ask you two, two questions here. Um, what would be the number one piece of advice you would give to listeners that are in the virtual assistance industry? I've never been asked that. So if you are a virtual assistant and you, and the advice that I can give you mm. is to make sure that you don't pressure your client, um, especially when they're already maxed out. Okay. So take it in baby steps, be very flexible in the timeframes that they've allocated for you and think outside the box. Perfect. That's my biggest one. And I, can I give an example of that? Yeah, go. So I've just hired a VA. Well, I, I've got a VA for one of my clients. He sells safety glasses um, for on, on trade sites. Yeah. Um, and she was, she was hired to do emailing um, and updates and customer service, right? So when people wanting to know when their products are being received, um, handed, uh, posted out and all that sort of stuff. She, and then she got an email to say, oh, hi, I'm just wondering to know when these pink safety glasses, like a breast cancer foundation one, um, will be available. And she's replied back, the VA's replied back to say, oh, sorry, they're not available for four weeks. However, we do have these other ones that you can have and they have got polarized on them and she sent them links. So instantly she's already thought outside the box. She's upselling for the, the company and the, the company owners, the two boys, they were in love. They're like, holy shit, we've just been going, sorry, they're unavailable until the end of May. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then she's actually gone ahead because she was being proactive and it didn't, didn't cost any extra do you know what I mean or, or didn't she didn't have to confirm with the two owners she could have just done it and they loved her so much more for it and she gets bonuses now because she's thinking outside the box 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So what would be the number one piece of advice you'd have for um, business owners? Uh, like we've said it a few times already, whatever stresses you out the most and whatever you aren't doing, like whatever it is that you're doing in your company that you shouldn't be doing, outsource that. Because the moment that you start being freed up, even when you said, you know, like when you started outsourcing and you're like, yes, it feels so much better. It's only going to take two to three weeks for that VA to start making an impact on your company. And instantly, that's like instant, you know, gratification in a business. When you've been in, come in a business for four, five, 10, 15 years, two weeks is nothing, right? And you're going to see a massive result. That's awesome. Okay. So Tony, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and we'll put the links and everything down below uh, in the description, but if somebody wants to get in touch with you, uh, how do they do it? Um, just the easiest way is the website is outsourcinglikeaboss.com.au. Outsourcinglikeaboss.com.au. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Easy. And I take it there's a contact page in that and email. Yeah. And all that stuff. It says rattling off to go, I'll go to my Facebook page or anything like that. It's yeah. all on the website. Okay, yeah. cool. Perfect. What I will do is I will go to the website and I'll also grab the email and I'll put it in the description as well. So people can just copy and paste it. Yeah. Thank uh, you. So last question I have for you. I like to ask everybody this question. What is your top tip to self-happiness? Definitely. See, it's really hard because I love everything. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. If I can get a few hours of like my self-happiness is I only work 10 hours a week in the glass and aluminium business, right? And I was working 10, 100 hours, right? So now I do 10 hours a week. How cool is that? So is that not hours 10 hours, that is awesome. Yeah. And it, and it, and it went from when you were doing hundred hours a week, what was, what was the revenue? Um, well, we were still, we were still turning over the same revenue, what we were, what we are now. Okay. So, so based on $2 million. Yep. From hundred hours a week to 10 hours a week, still making seven figures. Yeah. Oh, and my income's gone up. So your personal income out of the my business. personal income's tripled. So out of the, out of the business or out of by the fact of doing the VA thing as well. No, no, just out of the business. Just out of the business. So you're bit okay. So here's yeah. the here's the title: hundred hours a week to ten hours a week, tripling income while running a seven figure business. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's that top tip to self happiness? Do less. Yeah, do less. <laughs> Literally, do less. I love it, Chris. <laughs> Figure out ways to do less. I love that. I love no that. Kidding. Yeah. Figure out ways to do less. Like, yeah. And and that's like when I wrote down all your questions, literally my thing is outsource, don't do everything yourself. And I'm not saying that just to plug myself. You can hire like a junior down the road from you or you can hire your mom and dad or you can do whatever you want. But think of it in a way that you don't have to work so much on jobs or tasks that are not relevant to you. Do you know what I mean? I do. Definitely. I do. That is, it's, it's so true. And this is, you know, again, I, you know, I tell my story because I know it. I was so burned out that I almost cheered on my wife and I thought it was all her fault. Yeah. But really it was the fact that I was so burned out that I hated everybody and I just wanted to escape and I wanted to run away. And it's my way of self-sabotaging. And so, you know, it took me having to do a three month motorcycle trip around the U S just, just forcing myself to talk to people again, just to refine myself and recognize it. Yeah. Do the things that you love you know yeah. um and um and i'm gonna play a little plug listen to all the episodes leading up to this one and the ones that come after this one because there's so many different things i remember one person said uh, to find that happiness remember what you used to enjoy as a child 
and go back oh, to it. Beautiful. <laughs> or doing it again, you know, yeah. because you enjoyed it as a kid, go back and start doing it again. And if you still enjoy it, keep doing it. Um, but yeah, no, yeah I, I don't think I've grown up. I still do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do as well. I, I ride motorcycles. I do stupid stuff. I yeah, yeah. make a fool of myself. It's nothing's changed. Um, awesome. Thanks, Tony, so much for being on the show today and, and, and for being here and telling us everything and being open and vulnerable with us. Um, is there anything that you'd like to add? Any last words that you'd like to say? No, I'm just grateful to be here and thank you so much for having me. And I just really hope that your listeners just understand the, the power of burnout and how it can affect them. And by just making the small changes to for themselves, you aren't hurting yourself. You're actually helping yourself. Um, so yeah, I just really hope that they, they can take that alignment and just not feel guilty for it. You will, but I, I, I you shouldn't. You will in the beginning, but it'll, it will, it will get easier, but you'll also find that everybody around you will benefit from it as well. And you'll have better relationships and better, you know, happiness and everything. Um, no, that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Tony. Um, and again, this is fight the burnout. Uh, you know, here we talk about training hard so that you test easy. You know, I learned that from my policing days. We trained extremely hard. So when stuff did go down, it was it was easy. And I've taken that motto and shifted it over into what we do here at Fight the Burnout, as well as in my other business, Knocking Demon, um, because we always are going to get tested. Every single day we are tested in some way or another. And we want those tests to be easy you know, for us so that it doesn't get transferred to family, anything like that. So if you are looking for any help or you have any questions or you have any comments or anything, either put them in down below if you can. Otherwise, send us an email at fighttheburnoutpodcast at gmail.com. That's fighttheburnoutpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your comments, your thoughts. And if there's somebody that you know that needs to hear this, share it with them. You know, give it that share because, you know, if we can help one person, um, that's all that matters um, because that's all we need to be able to do is just keep helping one person at a time and we'll help the whole world. Mm -hmm. Till next time, we love you all and thanks for listening.